0: go for Brekkie on SWA 999.
1: Lucky enough to be talking to on The Breakfast Show this morning, Alan Smith, Project Manager, Youth Rock 2019. It's an institution in this fine city of ours to just bring up some gun musos right around Sydney town. Thirty Over 30 years this has been going. Alan, thanks for spending some time with us on The Breakfast Show this morning. Not a problem. I just want to get a little a bit of a background on how this all started because you've been there since it did start in 1988.
0: Correct. It was one of those things where... Uh, audio engineering at Belmore Boys High School and I would got a whole lot of people involved in that while we were doing music industry stuff and I had like Hoodoo Guru's manager come out and then we also had moving pictures come out to the school and have a talk with the kids and so we're doing a lot of stuff with you know like the the industry side of it as well as the the technical side of it with sound engineering and, and lighting and so on and so forth.
1: And I know uh, well sorry, sorry to butt in here, Alan no, be, no, no because no. I know that you've had over the years because I know you've rattled off some some frightening names just just give us a, a list a quick off the top of your head list of just some of the the artists or bands that that have come through youth rock over the years. Uh, well I mean
0: in the the big, the big one was obviously in the mid 90s when we had a band called innocent Criminals who uh turned changed their name. Uh, when they were about 16 into Silverchair and got signed to Sony Music. I mean, the year, year they were in the grand final, we had everybody knocking at the front door of the Orion uh, Centre at Camps here from Mushroom Records to Sony Records to Warner Brothers, uh, managers. We had the Angels' manager, Carl Chisels manager, Jim Crash Opera's manager. Yeah, I mean, it, it just went on forever. They all came pouring through the door. They were already keen to sign them.
1: And even in recent years, Alan, uh Haley Warner, likes of Hayley Warner who's now writing songs for for Katy Perry and all the guns, and Morgan Evans, who is now just a, a bona fide country music superstar.
0: Well that's right. I mean that's that they've they've stuck at it, that's the whole thing. I mean there there were times I know talking to Haley where she thought sitting in LA she'd sort of come back to Australia, but she just hung in there and hung in there and the, the songwriting credits gradually grew. I mean, Australia, she'd done all the X Factor, a lot of the recent X Factor songs that became hits with people like Reese Maston. Then she'd done half the last Tina Arena album. She's moved to LA. She got a Nickelback single happening. Then she got Faith Hill and uh, Tim McGraw picked up one of her songs to put on their duets album. I mean, that was that was that that went number one in the US, that song. Yeah, it was The biggest act in the US and then the latest thing, obviously, with the young kids is you can say, wow, the new Katy Perry single, that's got Hayley Warner's name on it. Morgan, 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 you know, country music is really... like it's not just your country music like you hear from the traditional US stuff. I mean, Australia, if you're in the middle of the road, sort of, it's a good, it's a good pop song, it's got good melody, you're probably more likely going to wind up in the country music scene and they're so supportive of their artists. So you kind of feel a lot of the times that's where more the money and the support is. You can do a tour. So Morgan, although a lot of people may not right away heard of him, Morgan's just gone on a, a world tour, and the Australian leg of that is sold out.
1: Now that we've done all the the name dropping over the years, <laughs> let's sort of sort of get to to the, the main focus of what this is about. Because it's about encouraging young people to express themselves through music by writing and performing, which I love uh, original material. But as you mentioned earlier, Alan, it also involves uh, young people at every level of production, from organisation to sound, lighting, and filming as well. You're covering the lot.
0: That's right. Because, I mean, obviously, the whole thing sprung out of our audio engineering courses at Belmore in the late 80s, early 90s, what we used to do, and it's grown gradually from a local band competition that we we consolidated and expanded to the whole state. And so all those bands now come from all over the place, and as you said, you know, these young people, that's their way of expressing themselves, is to write songs. And so if they don't have something like this, like Youth Rock, which really, it's a grassroots thing. is from the ground up. It's not delivered from the top. So the kids work on it from the, from that level with the sound and lighting and the film. I've got crew that work on it who like working with young people and who have got an experience of like 30 years of working with artists like In Excess, Crowded House, Red Hot Chili Peppers, more name dropping, David Bowie, etc. Et they've got all that level of, Expertise the crew that work with me, plus, there's a lot of ex students that filter in there as well. And we assign them to each of those production crew and we rotate them through the different jobs, whether it's the front of house sound, fallback sound, lighting, filming, uh, or the recording studio. And we'll stream it, we also stream it live to the internet the whole week.
1: Mate, you're doing a fantastic job and keep up the good work. Anyone can come along, yeah? That's correct. Just head off to the Youth Rock Facebook page.